This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 322 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by the United States Para Equestrian Association. This is Lindsay McCall from Jupiter, Florida. And this is Hope Pan from Malvern, Pennsylvania, and you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show, brought to you by Total Saddle Fit and Echo Vet Fly Repellent. So, we uh, just came back from North American Young Riders, and we had a great showing at that inaugural event, didn't we? Oh, it was unbelievable, and I was so sorry that you weren't there personally, but we sure kept busy across the... Um, texting and and sending pictures to you and you did a phenomenal job getting our press out every morning and um i I couldn't have asked for better results um and and it was just so exciting i I just wish you were there with us (laughs) i felt like i was there in spirit and our three riders did so well including sydney collier and and uh kate Shoemaker and um, Cambry Taylor, and I know she made the trip all the way from Utah to Kentucky this year. And um, what did you think of everybody's ride? Well, especially Cambry, um, this was her first real big um, CDI, and to do a four star right out of the you know the bat um, was quite an accomplishment. And um, she really didn't know what to expect. But um, she's a trooper and she's a true competitor. Um, you know that she um, has her own vaulting team that she coaches, and um, she yeah. had her. Yeah, and they were um, they were at um, one of the world championships with um, Lorraine, our discipline director. So um, she was trying to coach them on the phone the same time while she was under all this pressure, you know, competing herself. And she did a phenomenal oh job. You know, I was really proud of her. We had a um, little, little bit of equipment problems um, in the beginning, and um, um, she really uh, saved the competition by um, um, coming through. And it, it, it's always a tense moment with, um, you know, the paras and, and new things, new horses, new equipment, and if you have a failure, um, you just have to work through it and uh, make sure that um, you, you prevail, and she did, and um, and we ended up um, um, winning the competition, which um, it was a the Canadians gave us some really, really good competition, and it was just a pleasure to really, you know, compete with them. We're all friends, so and neighbors, so uh, you know, they all did such a great job. They did, and North American Young Riders really offers um, a great thing for for young athletes. You know, it teaches them how to deal with the press and how to deal with this large competition. It's such a, a great event, and it, I've heard it's almost like the World Equestrian Games for, for young riders. Yeah, it's almost like a mock event for the um, World Equestrian Games. and it, It's a mini wag uh, when you come <laughs> right down to it. it was, it's just incredible, and it's such great experience for those, um, you know, that haven't had that experience internationally. 
Um, Sydney was really, you know, she's our youngest competitor, but she was the most experienced. So we were lucky to have her uh, as a mentor to the other two riders. They all just got along fabulously, and it was a great team effort. And they really wanted to win this competition since we fought so hard to um, get it all together. And especially, you know, following the work that Jonathan Wentz, you know, really blazed the path for us. I know Sydney is, you know, he, he was with us all the way, making sure that we we did our best and um, you could feel his presence. Yes, I, I bet we all could, yes. We have coming up on the show today um, one of the, or, the organizer of the North American Young Riders, and that's Mark Foley, and we'll be hearing from him kind of how the event gets managed and organized and what his role is with that. Thanks, Mark, for coming on the show tonight with Hope and I. Well, thank you for having me. So I want to hear a little bit about you so our listeners can kind of get to know you. Um, Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for the United States Equestrian Federation? Sure. I uh, started with the USCF about three years ago. Um, I'm originally from Buffalo, New York, and I grew up riding the hunter jumper, uh, hunter jumper industry, and moved down to Kentucky actually to work in the thoroughbred racing industry, um, and sort of then from there fell into uh, working in the event side of the business um, business industry with equestrian events who helped produce the Royal Kentucky Three Day Event every year, and I really enjoyed it. So then, um, sort of after that was over with a seasonal position, I ended up coming on board with USEF. So my current position, I'm the director of development for the uh, federation, and I help oversee any sort of special properties that we have a um, interest in. So that's where Young Riders really falls in, North American Junior and Young Rider Championships, as uh, something that I oversee and manage, as well as I help with other marketing efforts, whether it be promoting uh, U.S. teams going on the international level, um, or it's maybe something that we're just trying to help promote to grow the sport within the U.S. I also assist with some sponsorship elements, uh, helping make sure that sponsorship deliverables and um, other aspects of our relationship with, with those sponsors gets maintained. Well, that's a mouthful, Mark. This is hope. Um, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it, keeps me, it keeps me very busy, but I enjoy it. Um, do you primarily um, uh, handle just the young riders? I, I wasn't sure when you said developing. Yeah, so Young Riders is definitely the biggest uh, biggest event that we oversee. Um, with the U.S. Equestrian Federation, Young Riders is sort of a unique event in that that is not even a property that we own. Um, we have to put a bid forward to the FEI to host it, um, and we're fortunate enough to be able to be in a position that we can do that um, and put on a great event for uh, athletes to have the opportunity to come and compete. Um, so that's where the, the Young Runners event is a little bit different than a lot of our other events, like our national championship, um, mm-hmm. which a lot of times with those ones, they get bid out to other shows and show managers. Um, so we don't, as a federation, in general, we don't run horse shows. Um, we license them out, or even the national championship, um, we license out the right for another competition manager to run those. This is really sort of one of the only events that we do everything from creating the schedule, hiring the officials, and uh, setting forward the award ceremonies. Um, so that's where 
this event is definitely a larger um, undertaking compared to some of the others, but I do help uh, maintain the relationship for the other interests, whether it be the U.S. Pony Finals, which is coming up at the Kentucky Horse Park in a couple weeks, or um, any other sort of event that we may have a little bit of an interest in, whether it be from a national championship perspective or just development for the sport. That's really interesting. I mean, somebody said it's, you know, comparable to the Junior Olympics, and um, I'm telling you, it was like a mini WEG. I was really impressed, Um, you know, everything that went into this um, extravaganza. And, um, you know, and you were over all disciplines, right? How many disciplines were there this time? Correct. Yeah. So um, it is really like a mini wag. This year we had five disciplines competing. Um, and so there's a lot of sort of moving parts that go into it. And one of the things that is very cool about the Young Riders event, um, it's not just another horse show because these kids, they do get to go and experience and learn about the other disciplines uh, that are going on and get to meet kids from um, across the country, throughout different parts of in the countries. We had Canada and Mexico represented this year. Um, so it, it is unique in that way that you get to walk to a re- in another arena right next to where you may be competing, and you get to see the top junior and young riders um, in a different discipline and really see the hard work that they've put in as well as learn from them, uh, whether it's just the horsemanship skills because everyone has a different way of doing it, and um, you can always there's definitely always more to learn or just sort of the sportsmanship side of it and the hard work that it, it goes to uh, qualify to get to the championship. Well, what was your feeling, I mean, when you heard that uh, Paradressage um, wanted to enter the competition? I know that this has been in the works for, oh, at least 10 years. Ten years ago, Howard Simpson rallied up, um, you know, a really great demo for us to debut the um, sport, and it just, you know, the, there's such a lineup and a waiting list to try to, you know, be one of the disciplines added. So we were just thrilled, you know, that it worked out this time. So what, what was Absolutely. your impression? It, it, it was very exciting to have um, have Kara questioning joining. Um, from the organizing side, it was actually, uh, I, I caution to use the word easy because there was a lot of moving parts for every discipline. Um, but in terms of sort of with our uh, discipline manager, Lloyd, uh, who actually helped oversee the, man- the management of the discipline once they ended up coming on um, at the event, he's very familiar with it. We have a great team with the uh, U.S. Equestrian Federation as well. Equine Canada was very supportive um, in helping get this off the ground. And that's really what, um, from our perspective as the organizing committee, we were happy to do these uh, host these championships, and the more support that we get from everyone outside in the community, whether it be parents, friends, family, sponsors, or officials out in the industry, um, that's really what makes a difference and makes it successful. And looking back on this year at uh, having Paradisage join, it was wonderful because you could see how excited the parents were about this, how excited the competitors were, and as well how excited the officials were. Um, and that it's a move in a direction that I think will make it sustainable for future years, and hopefully we can bring in down the road um, more para-equestrian disciplines as they continue to to grow in the U.S. and in other countries. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm still over the moon about this whole event. We were just um, so welcomed, Mark, and we were really surprised, you know, when we saw the crowds come on that um, first day when we were doing the team test, um, and that has a lot to do with Sydney Collier and, you know, her, you know, she's so popular, our junior rider um, with her dog and all journey. And she came in with region eight. Um, and so they trailed them in like a day before. So they really got to know each other and they really were supportive and they brought, they must've brought 50 people over to watch us. So we were, <laughs> Quite surprised when we looked up on the hillside that we had such a fan club, and it just each day um, it grew, and it's it's such a wonderful experience for our sport because um, you know, we don't have that many riders uh, at this level, so we need to grow the sport and we need to keep this going and the momentum. And it was funny when I got home, I had several calls from new parents and new riders that heard about the event. And so that's what it's going to take to um, get more out there next year. So we're looking forward to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that, that's wonderful to hear from, from my side as well. I remember I had gone down to, to the team test. I tried to um, make sure I was at every competition for a little bit of it, even though I couldn't say. And it, it was wonderful to see all the, all the people that came out and supported it. And like you said, even some of the other disciplines um, that came out and you have kids and, and grooms and everyone uh, sort of coming out and doesn't matter what's going on. They just want to see uh, some good tests and some, some good horsemanship and, and they get to know these kids and they make new friendships. And that's really young riders. Um, it is about the competition, but one of the other things that we really pride ourselves on is also about sort of the the building and growing of these young athletes into what may be professionals and whether it be professional athletes down the road or just professionals in another job that they can take experiences and learn from, um, from the championship. And we sort of, it's a different event in that, uh, the kids, they do the press conference and it's amazing even from the beginning of the week to the end of the week, sometimes to go into the press conference and you have these kids who may not have, uh, have much media training or know really how to, how to answer some questions. And the first day they're very shy and uh, they answer and yes, no, they don't really elaborate on, on what's being asked and they're not really sure uh, how to navigate that. And by the end, um, they sort of come into their own and I think they get a little bit more comfortable with it. And those are great skills for, for someone to, to gain uh, communication skills and, and just to have some confidence uh, going into to something that they may not be familiar with that they can, I think, take for a long time and, and hopefully continue to grow from. Well, we, we had some super press. I, I don't know if you caught any of it. Great articles, some great press from this, and um, the experience was just wonderful. And I understand this was the first time that you took on an undertaking, you know, uh, by yourself. Uh, uh, this, yeah, this size yeah actually, I've never run a horse show in my life before. This was the first one, so oh, no, uh, you're go, kidding, go really? big or go home. So I, so I went for an FBI <laughs> championship. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I was, that's unbelievable. <laughs> well, I think you did a great job, and we got a lot of good feedback, Mark, and um, I hope that you continue, and I hope you get a lot of good um, evaluations from the other disciplines. 
I'm sure you well, will. Well, thank you. I, I really and, appreciate it. Yeah, it, it was a lot of fun to do. So uh, I'm, I'm going to be around for the next few years. So no okay. one's gotten rid of me anytime I soon. So. <laughs> I hope so. Well, it was a pleasure, and I look forward to working with you again. And thank, well, thank you, so you all much for taking the time to be on the radio show. Yep, I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks. Thank you all. Wouldn't it be wonderful if your horse could enjoy a zone of repellency from pesky flies? Well, he can with EcoVet. EcoVet is an entirely new type of fly repellent that is safe for horses and those applying it offering a real alternative to toxic pesticides like pyrethrins. EcoVet confuses an insect's normal directional ability, the bug's GPS, if you will. So if it can't locate your horse, it can't bite your horse. Dr. Wendy Ying from the Driving Radio Show has been using it in South Florida, also known as the Jurassic Park of biting insects, and she just loves it. EcoVet's active ingredients are naturally occurring food-grade fatty acids, that have been clinically shown to improve the condition of horses with difficult-to-treat Swedish problems. EcoVet is effective on mosquitoes, ticks, noceums, as well as flies. You can visit EcoVet online at eco-vet.com for more information or to order. You can find EcoVet at Dover Saddlery Stores and EcoVets on Facebook. Just search EcoVet, E-C-O-V-E-T. Total Saddle Fit, the shoulder relief girth that Reese and Philip both love. And here's why. The Saddle Fit solution you have been waiting for is finally here. TotalSaddleFit.com is proud to introduce the shoulder relief girth. This strategically shaped girth actually moves the girth line of your saddle back over one inch, thereby freeing your horse's shoulders from the saddle. Traditional girths pull saddles up against a horse's shoulders and often over the top of the shoulders. The shoulder relief girth's recessed ends allow for the billets to buckle into the girth farther back to give your horse unparalleled freedom of motion. We are so certain that your saddle will fit better and your horse will be more comfortable that for a limited time we are offering a 30-day, 110% money-back guarantee. If you are not totally satisfied with your shoulder relief girth, send it back for a full refund plus 10% of the purchase price. Don't wait. Order now for the best saddle fit solution available. At totalsaddlefit.com. Visit totalsaddlefit.com. And next up, we have Alan Mann, and uh, he currently works at Loophole Pharmaceuticals, and he's the director of the animal health division there. And a lot of people might know him for the Adequan drug. And uh, he comes around the horse shows and says his highs and hellos. And in some way, he's a bit of an ambassador for um, that pharmaceutical drug. Hi, Alan. Thanks for coming on the show today with Hope and I. Oh, well, it's a pleasure to be on with uh, you and Hope. Lindsay, I'm, I'm honored to be part of this, so thank you for the invite. Of course. So I think it's important to find out a little bit more about you because um, we see you all over the horse shows. We'll see you in a few pictures here and there. And I think it's important for our listeners to get to know you. So could you kind of give us a little bit of a background about you? Uh, I'd love to. So um, 
I've been in the horse industry a little over 40 years. I've uh, started out training and driving standard bred race horses. Uh, did that for about 12 years, mostly in the northeast part of the country. That was really my uh, first love, uh, just the exhilaration of being in that type of environment and caring for those type of horses and having the opportunity to be involved in racing. Um, it was really a, 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 an amazing adrenaline rush at times, but not knowing that that really laid down the foundation for the second part of my career, which for the last 28 years, I've been involved in the animal health world, working for various pharmaceutical companies that manufactured and produced products to help keep horses healthy so that they could do what we would love for them to do and go out there and compete whatever discipline it would be. So it's been an amazing journey, and I just feel so blessed to have been on on that path. And so today, the, the joy that I have is uh, just really from these beautiful animals and the wonderful people I've met along the way. So what's your year look for you look like um, to you? Do you travel around all the horse shows and um, what are you doing usually? Yeah, so um, one of the things that uh, I kind of committed to doing uh, coming back to Leopold uh, 10 years ago was to really develop a really strong presence in the horse industry and to really put our brand Adequan at the forefront of all equine brands in the marketplace. And we were able to do that um, in uh, kind of a stair-step process. We got involved with many of the major breed associations uh, like the American Quarter Horse Association, uh, the Arabian Horse Association. Uh, we got involved with the United States Equestrian Federation involved with the United States Dressage Federation, the United States Eventing Association, the National Reining Horse Association, and then uh, some of the um, um, other types of associations like the American Horse Council, uh, the American Horse Publications, really just trying to have strong presence across so many uh, varied equestrian entities and the goal was to uh, help support the equestrian community by giving back uh, from, uh, you know, the revenues that we generated with our products. And so uh, with all of these different sponsorships that we've aligned ourselves with and a number of the different equestrian events that we have aligned ourselves with, my goal has been to try to get to as many horse events as one can possibly get to, and that's what I do. So I travel around and uh, just interact with horse owners, with competitors, with uh, horse enthusiasts, and uh, almost uh, considering myself kind of an ambassador for our brand and for what we love to do, and that's just... Uh, uh, bring joy to the people that have these wonderful horses by helping to keep them uh, healthy and sound with uh, the product that we have that we're currently selling called Adequan. And oh, yeah. It, so you're well-versed then in, in all the disciplines. And, and what are your thoughts on carriage dressage? 
now that you've seen it and then you saw it in North American Young Riders? Yeah, so it's, uh, you know, I was reflecting on uh, my journey in the paradisage world, and I can remember going back um, to the uh, prior, really, to the 2010 uh, World Equestrian Games and having an opportunity to really meet some wonderful people like Jonathan Wentz and uh, Susan Trebas and uh, Rebecca Hart. And really um, just had a great opportunity to see some of the remarkable things that they were doing with their lives when it came to the equestrian sport and uh, how they were really uh, completely committed to wanting to do the very best that they could um, and the impact they were having on so many by the efforts they were putting forth. And it it really opened up my eyes to see just how remarkable, uh, you know, these people were and how wonderful these animals were to work side by side with them to do so many amazing things. And I was, uh, at about that time, I was uh, solicited by Kay Green to become a uh, board member for, at that time it was NARA, but, uh, you know, they changed the name to PATH International. And so for the last four and a half years, I've been sitting on the board to really uh, get a firsthand uh, view of the therapeutic riding world on many levels, but the, um, the level of, a competition where Suzanne and Jonathan and Rebecca were competing really um, got my attention because of the amazing and remarkable things that they were able to do with these wonderful animals. Yeah, that makes it even more, you know, so important. The product is a wonderful product, and I, I was just curious, Alan, is that a U.S. Um, product or was that an international? Yeah, so it, it's really kind of a neat. Uh, story because the the product itself is manufactured here in the U.S. in New York out on Long Island in the town mm-hmm. called Shirley, and that's where all the Adequan for the world is made. Um, the active ingredient is actually made in uh, France, a small little village outside of Basel, Switzerland. And then we import the active ingredient to Shirley, where it's uh, completed into the finished product that we call Adequan. Uh, and it, it truly is an amazing drug. And we have it both approved for horses and dogs. And it's just been uh, an amazing journey to see how it's helped so many animals and in turn benefited uh, their owners as well. So recently, we just completed the North American Young Riders, and um, what was your idea of how everything went and occurred? Because you were there first camp the entire time. Yeah, so what was amazing is I had just come down from uh, Toronto. I was at the, the Pan Am Games watching the dressage competition and witnessed the U.S. Uh, winning the gold medal, the team gold medal, which now secured them a slot in Rio in uh, 2016, which was important, and leaving that environment to show up for the young riders. So 
I was dealing with the present stars of of the sport and now coming back to Lexington to see the future stars of the support of the sport. And what was uh, so enlightening about it was having Paratrasage uh, being officially recognized as a junior young rider competition for the first time ever in the world at this type of venue. And it was wonderful to see uh, Canada well represented, the U.S. well represented, and these wonderful people and all their support that they had and what they were able to do that really, I believe, has changed the sport of paradisage forever. And I have no doubt that it's going to continue to grow and be embraced by so many. And that the vision I see is that uh, this will, as it is for many of the other equestrian disciplines, it will become kind of the the pipeline for the future stars of paradisage in North America. Oh, well, thank you, Alan, for that. Um, um, wrap up. Um, it, we are just so excited to continue our relationship with the um, Young Rider program, and it's been a boost to our discipline, to say the least. And we look forward to you know growing growing our sport. And um, we've gotten many calls after the competition. People found out about it through the press, so we're excited, and we hope that we're there to stay. Well, I think that, um, you know, the, um, the USEF, United States Equestrian Federation, is uh, committed to uh, working with uh, a number of different people to kind of help facilitate and develop a uh, strategy that will create more opportunities for many people that, uh, would would love to compete at that level and at the, and be that competitive. So uh, I I see this is just the beginning of a journey that's going to take us to places that we can only even dream about, but one day will become a reality. Oh, I'm I'm sure you're right, and I I have a feeling we're going to add um, reigning next year to the uh, discipline. So uh, again, yeah. it's going to be quite exciting. Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, a few years ago, at the uh, at the NRHA, uh, uh, we were a big sponsor of the uh, reigning futurity. It's the, it's called the Atacorn North American Affiliate yeah. Champions and the uh, reigning futurity, and they actually uh, previewed reigning as uh, a para sport and had uh, I think Rebecca Hart even showed up uh, along with a few others. To, uh, yeah, I was there. Um, I, I believe you were there ringside. I was there, and it, it, we had a wonderful demo, and um, that started it off, and it's really growing rapidly. So you're going to see us. You're going to see these young riders next year, I believe. Yeah, I, I have no doubt. I think, you know, they as more and more um, exposure is, given to this wonderful uh, sport, I think you're going to start to see more and more people embrace it. And uh, as with any uh, 
dream. Uh, you have to dream big so that, uh, you know, you're going to shoot for the stars. And if you just land on the moon, that's not a bad place to be. But I have no doubt that the para world is going to really just see so many wonderful things take place over the next five years. Thank you, Alan, for coming on the show today and, and talking with Hope and I and um, giving our listeners a little idea about um, Adequan and everything that you do at the horse shows as well. Well, Lindsay and Hope, thank you so much for everything that you're doing and uh, with people like you that are supporting this whole uh, para movement, I have no doubt that wonderful things will happen and I'm just so blessed to be part of the journey. So, So thank you. All right, I guess we should uh, tell our listeners we have a few things coming up. And uh, I know we have a symposium in Maine at the Carlisle Academy in August. Uh, that's August 25th through the 29th. And then we have a very exciting um, international CPEDI in Katy, Texas, October 27th through 29th. And then following that is the first time the East Coast and the West Coast get together, the tire dressage riders. And we have our USAC Paraquestrian Dressage National Championship, and um, that's October 29th through November 1st. And it should be quite exciting, and we should have a lot of riders coming there. And um, we're getting ready, hopefully in the next year or so, for our Rio Paralympics. You can find our show notes and links to today's guests on the website at dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook, just search for Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio, and you can learn more about the United States Para Equestrian Association at USPEA.org and, of course, on Facebook. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on Horse Radio Network at HorseRadioNetwork.com. And don't forget, one man's wrong lead is another man's counter-canner. <laughs>